With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the IFH Podcast Network. For more amazing filmmaking and screenwriting podcasts, just go to ifhpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Cinematic Heartland, a filmmaking podcast. Join my co-host, Mike Godfrey, and myself, Kevin Isaacson, as we talk to filmmakers from across the heartland. You'll hear their insights, thoughts, trials, tribulations, and celebrations as they continue to pursue their dreams far from the sparkling lights of Hollywood. So sit back, grab a cold beverage, and enjoy the show. And welcome to another episode of Cinematic Heartland. As usual, riding shotgun tonight, we have Michael Godfrey. How you doing, Mike? Good. How are you doing? I am doing great. Good. What have you been up to lately? Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to revisit The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, okay. For some reason, I got some of the short clips coming in my YouTube feed, and I forgot uh-huh. how funny that movie is, so I might have to watch that again. Revisit that? Yeah, revisit it. But other than that, nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty much doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, watching Outer Range, watching Halo, and reading oh, uh, Jade City. All, still, all so. you programs, because you're an all old my person. <laughs> That's what old people so, do nowadays. They watch their programs. <laughs> yep. That's what we yeah. do. Yeah. Sit around and sit around and just watch TV. Um. <laughs> In the green room this evening, which isn't actually green, it's kind of an off blue. <laughs> we painted it, right? Sure. Okay. Go with that. <laughs> we have Landon Fiscus. How you doing, Landon? I'm great. I'm doing good. Awesome. How are you guys? We're doing great. Glad you're here. Yeah. And in... um all uh, honesty, this is the second time we're recording this because of some technical difficulties the first time around. Yeah, Mike so, screwed up, uh, apparently. Yeah, it was all Mike's fault. <laughs> we will chalk it up to government stuff. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's actually a better better answer. Yep, yep. We'll blame it Gov- on government. Government. That's my excuse. <laughs> it was aliens. It was aliens. It's always oh, aliens. I like the government better. <laughs> the government is aliens. 
that's true. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Lizard, Lizard people. <laughs> what is that? What is that radio show they play at like three in the morning? Uh, like what? <laughs> it's been a while since you've been up at three in the morning. I know, Mike. Yeah. I... There's some late night oh. radio show they used to play at like three in the morning. They talk about aliens and Bigfoot and oh, oh so yeah. strange. Do you things. remember that National Geographic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it was it was a TV or a TV show. It was a radio show, and they had all these uh, conspiracies that on Bigfoot, uh, aliens. Um, I mean, all sorts of these conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories of the government. Yeah, they had all that. And I can't remember what that was called now. But that was. I do remember they, listening what? to that. Times going, God, these guys are wackadoodles. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd have but all the callers that were, yeah, they'd have all yeah. the callers that were abducted by aliens. Yeah, if you heard some of my conspiracy that. theories, you would think I was insane or out of my mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Landon, besides being insane, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm 15 years old. I go to Benson High School. I'm currently a sophomore and. I'm currently in the pre-production stages of my first feature film, F. So what got you interested in filmmaking? Uh, I've always loved entertainment and storytelling and as like a whole. Both have been giant parts of my life and shaped who I am, and they always will. My dad runs a entertainment company called Party Pals of Omaha. We used to have mascots and stuff, like Mickey Mouse, Batman, Chase from Paw Patrol... Poppy the tr- Poppy from Trolls, and just a whole bunch of other characters. And I, my dad played Santa before I started doing the mascots, and I got to watch him do that, and I got to watch him make children's memories, and I wanted to do the same. So I started doing the mascots and stuff, and then I started doing the mascot for my own high school, Benny the Bunny, and... Just recently, and what, is, as, and what is your high school mascot again? Uh, we're, we are the Mighty Bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I love that name. It's cool. and that was I on the that. list of the 15 strangest high school mascots. Yeah, right? I was just, yeah. I was just trying to find that here again. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I tried to find that after the first time we recorded it, and like, did I you find it? Like, oh no. <laughs> I couldn't find the website. There was like a bunch of other ones popping up, and I was like, none of these match the description of what you guys said. So no. I just gave up. Yeah, no, that was uh, there was a couple of them like um, uh, the Emmitsburg or the Esterville uh, midgets. I think was on there, yep. which <laughs> I'm not sure totally, that one flies anymore. Yeah, totally not PC, but hey, you know, right? <laughs> it's still, hey. they're still using it. It was before 2020, before people got canceled. Yeah, before yep. the cancel culture. I know. Well, Blooming Prairie Awesome Blossoms are on there. Hey. Um, they're yep. just north to the north of us. What are they called? The so Awesome Blossoms? Or the, the Fighting awesome Blossoms? The Fighting no, Blossoms. No, they're the Awesome Blossoms. The Awesome Blossoms. Okay. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> the best check, name ever. If you check out this list, though, there's the... Carrie High School Imps. What? <laughs> imps. Wow. The Centralia High School Orphans. Oh, no. <laughs> I can guarantee you all those kids ended up fighting clowns at night in bat costumes. 
The orphans, no way. (laughs) There's no way that's real. Oh, my God. We're from Illinois, so we probably have some people listening out there that know what that high school is. But Maybe. We're just going off the list here. We're just going off Jeez, the list. That's... Not on the internet. But... That is amazing. <clears throat> Illinois has some strange ones out there. The Apple Knockers. Oh. I was trying to find that site that we had before. Hmm. Yeah, the Apple Knockers are from Cobden High School in Cobden, Illinois. Apple Knockers. Uh <laughs> I wonder what's that that's in reference to. That's um sure. <laughs> strange. There's the corn yeah. jerkers. That's the corn from Illinois what? too. What? <laughs> the corn jerkers. Hey, oh no. <laughs> that can't be real. Yo, just go with the corn huskers, not the corn jerkers. <laughs> Come on, corn that is jerkers. not no. <laughs> that no. is wrong in so many different ways. Especially if it's a high school. <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> you know they're getting like all the all the oh, opposing that's... teams. I'm sure they got all sorts of stuff that they're yelling at them about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. There at number fifteen is the Omaha Benson Mighty Bunnies. So. Yep. Represent. But, still, yep. but that and that's kind of tame compared to some of those other ones. I think I'd rather be oh, yeah. a Mighty Bunny than a Corn Jerker. <laughs> or a mighty midget. <laughs> or a mighty midget. Or an orphan. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> hey, man, I'd rather be an orphan. You can get money, fight clowns at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm vengeance. Oh, God. <clears throat> yep, it's it's all on the internet. We're just going off the list here, and that's... Right. I love Planet Earth. Some strange so anyway, A little but... off topic here, but... Uh... Anyway, on to filmmaking. <laughs> so how did you get hey. from Matt playing your high school mascot to filmmaking, then? Uh, it was funny story actually. One of my dad's friends invited us to a film set to be extras in like 2016, and we went to this church in the middle of nowhere. By the way, I thought I was gonna get kidnapped by like some tree monster. And, <laughs> How and old were you? We were in. It was like 10, maybe. Okay. Well, that's viable then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was still. I'm not 15 year old Landy going. Oh wow, that tree's gonna grab me. <laughs> I may have thought that in my 20s, but that was induced, so. (laughs) But, um, yeah, uh, we went to that little film set, we were extras, and then we got to know this guy a little more, and we started working on this director's film sets more and more often, and I, I was just watching from the back, watching and learning, you know, taking photos every now and then, getting water and whatever the actors and everybody else needed. Yeah. But then when I was 13 years old, or 12 going on 13, I wanted to make my own short film, or short films, and I did it, and I loved it. I loved making my own stuff. It made me feel well proud of myself, and now that I'm, like, three years later, I'm making my own, like, first feature film, and I'm very ecstatic. I'm very excited, but also terrified. Yeah. <laughs> we all are understandable yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so how's it feel being the head cook and bottle washer and on because basically you do everything on your film don't you you know you, you film, uh, i sound. i wrote the script i am assistant directing our main director for f is maverick knox okay. he's very good at what he does i love him he's a very good friend and i'm playing the character of francis what potter he's He's a bucket full of references from the 80s and 90s, okay. and I love him. Bucket. 
is the director is he your age too then is he a, another young up and coming then uh he's not my age but he is pretty young he's like in his mid to late 20s or yeah and he teaches at metro and where he was actually kind enough to allow his students to come to our film set and help with like camera sound crew and whatnot so they get their learning experience too mm-hmm. So you, you're you from Benson, Nebraska, then. Uh, what's the film scene like in Benson? Or is that close to Omaha, then, did you say? Uh, ben, uh, I'm from Fremont, but I moved to Omaha. But, like, Benson is, like, it's, like, small little, like, square circle polygon, whatever shape that is. <laughs> a square of, circle, okay. A square circle polygon. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a caboodle of nonsense, we'll yeah. just say that. <laughs> And, but yeah, the film scene in Omaha, in as a whole, it's lovely. I love it. It's uh, it's a very homey environment. You get to know everyone pretty well, because unlike Hollywood, there's not a lot of people here that do it. There, there's a lot, but not a lot. You know, it's confusing. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> there's a big group of us, but there's small groups divided in that big group. And I love it. I feel like it's a lot less toxic than what Hollywood is. Oh, yeah. And you, you really get to know people. You get to become friends with them. And making friends is what it's all about. I mean, we all do it for fun, obviously. But some of us want to do it as careers. And I I think we, as Omaha slash Nebraska filmmaking, are the stepping stone towards going to that yeah omaha's that went on off on a whole different tangent i'm no, sorry that's fine. <laughs> but, but i know omaha is uh it's like the the largest small town vibe isn't it because it's a it's a large town so, yeah. or it's a large city but it when i when i've gone through there it didn't feel like say minneapolis or chicago or you know or indianapolis it felt right. like a smaller town in my opinion right it's a it's a big small town. Yeah, it's a big. Sm- is what it's I. It's like, like the largest small town around. Yeah. So. Now we recently had Katie Otten on the show. Now, did you work with her in Inner Worlds? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, Inner Worlds. Yeah, I. Uh, I did. I was the voice of Jessica Johnson's older brother in a, one of the flashbacks, and I love Katie Otten. She's a. Rainbow Sunshine Ray. Just a it's bundle of energy. Isn't <laughs> she, she absolutely is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Her happiness is so contagious. Yeah. And whenever yeah. you know Katie is going to be on set, you're like, oh, it's a good day. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We had a blast Kate, with her on the show yeah. here. Katie's we went off the amazing. rails a few times on her interview as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun. She's a she's a hoot. She's a great person. I love working yeah. with her. So now, um, you have F coming up, which is your first feature, and you've done some shorts then. Um, yeah. So what about, can you tell us a little bit about those shorts that you worked on? Yeah, so the first three shorts that I did were Ripped Pages, Accidental Monster, and then Focus. They're all like umbrellaed under this thing that I called the Teenage Triple Feature. It was three separate movies that I made when I was turning 13, so Teenage Triple Feature. And my dad actually came up with that idea, and I loved it, so we ran with it, because why not? And 
it turned into this whole thing, and we had a premiere for it. It was pretty cool. We ran out of movie theater for it, so one of the coolest birthday presents ever from myself. Yeah. <laughs> and mom and dad, they paid for it, so. <laughs> but yeah, um, we after that, I wanted to do another Teenage Triple Feature, but horror edition. So I came up with three new stories, well, two new stories, and then extended upon the original idea of F, but that one didn't really take much ground because we kind of had other stuff to do. But, yeah. But, yeah, the Teenage Triple Feature, I loved making that. It was great. I saw a couple of the videos. I think it's amazing that you're doing films at the age of 13, and you started even before then, I'm assuming. Right. But not many 13-year-olds know what they want to do with their life, let alone making movies that show up in theaters. I mean, Right, believe me, neither did I. <laughs> did, did a lot of that spark come from your dad then? Did he push you towards it, or did he just kind of encourage what you were already Saw interested in? Saw a spark in? in you and just kind of helped make it bigger. Right. right. He never really pushed me to do filmmaking. He always wanted me to do my own thing, which was awesome. But parent, like most kids, and I'm pretty sure every kid ever can relate. You don't want to become your parents, but it's so hard not to intimidate what they do. Right. So, like, I was watching my dad do all this entertainment. It was impossible for me not to imitate it and want to do it. So I always wanted to be an entertainer. entertainer ever since I was so young and being on film sets just built that passion even more. And it gave me the idea in my head that I can make my own stories and visually tell them without people having to read anything. And I, he has helped me with that ever since I started the teenage triple feature and he's continuing to help me with that, and that's – he's amazing. Yeah. I love him. He's I'm great. glad that you've got somebody like that in your in your corner. Um, it's always nice to have somebody that's got your back, right. especially your dad. So kudos right. to your dad. Right, because not everybody right. does. Right, not everybody does. I didn't. So <laughs> it's so good for you. It's it's not like what uh, – it's, it's not like what Katie was saying. Wasn't there somebody in her life that said – you shouldn't do this anymore. You're not a very good writer, oh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or... they were kind of like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> oh, I had one of those too. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those too. It was my eighth grade history teacher. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I really? Was, uh, yeah, I was taking notes about F in my uh, eighth grade history class because I was still wanting to do that movie. So I was like taking notes about it and storytelling and whatnot. And he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm writing notes for a movie." I'm trying to write and he was like (sighs) he sighed under his breath and then he said why are you doing it there's no point it's not gonna work so I I said whatever and I just kind of kept doing my thing and guess what Mr. Powers look what I'm doing now (laughs) you thought I couldn't make it he just did a call out on his teacher (laughs) I don't care I never liked this class anyway (laughs) history <laughs> well that's good that you have your dad so let's talk about uh let's talk about f what what kind of a synopsis can let's you give us to, and not and not give any spoilers 
Yep, spoiler alert. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so F is it's a story of friends trying to balance their home and school lives while anything and everything around them is falling apart. And eventually it all crumbles down in front of them. That's a pretty good synopsis. And how much do you I'm not good at synopsis, so the fact that I came up with that on my own, yeah. like, right now, yeah, I'm yeah. very impressed. <laughs> because you didn't <laughs> write down the synopsis, down. you just kind of made it up in your head? No, I, yeah. I should have written that down. Wow. <laughs> that's, okay. that's okay. Sometimes the best synopsis, synopses, synopsises, synopses? How do you say that? Synopses? Synopsi. <laughs> Some like of that. the best ones of those plural usually come off the top of your head, so... So how much do you have filmed of that? Uh, of F, we have absolutely nothing filmed zero? yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, zip zero nada. But because um, we're still trying to get like jerseys and stuff and cheerleading outfits and uh, just uh, like special effects and stuff like that in general. So if anybody wants to help out with that, we do have a fundraiser link fundraiser.onepopro.com no www it will tell you that site doesn't exist we found that out the hard way oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah maybe shout that out at the end of the podcast again your production company is called um, onepo productions correct yes yeah and what is your connection because that's a reference to Edgar Allan Poe yes, yes so what's your is. connection with Edgar Allan Poe so my middle names are Edgar Allen because my mom and dad are very big fans of Edgar Allan Poe and I love him a lot too. And so naturally my nickname sort of became Poe. And we were in the car one day with my little sister and she started calling me Poe Poe. Poe Poe this, Poe Poe that. <laughs> and <laughs> and I can't remember. It was either mom or dad that turned around and said, no, Izzy, just one Poe. So Izzy started and just went like this. Okay. Hi, one Poe. I was one Poe for like a week after that before she learned to say it right. So, yeah, my mom came out. We were trying to think of ideas for the production company name, and it was terrifying because we were like sifting through all the stuff through my life trying to pinpoint something that would be personal personable and whatnot and then mom from the corner of the room says what about one po Pro productions and i was like that works let's go with it yeah. <laughs> that is so cool that your your middle names are edgar allen huh yeah and my initials that actually so spell cool. out leaf yes, it <laughs> cool. does. Edgar Allan Fisk is yeah yeah um one of our other uh guests that was on here one time uh, Wes Worthing, a little shout out to Wes. He actually does um, uh, a recital of the Edgar Allan Poe uh, poem, Bells. Oh, really? Yeah, and it is cool. And he just has a great voice for it and just does it so awesome. But <clears throat> he has it out on YouTube, I believe. But um, I just love it. He nice. he thought I would get sick of it because that's, I mean, you say Bells so many times through it. But yeah. Just the way he recites it, and it's it's just so cool. It sounds cool. I might have to check it out. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So being a young filmmaker, do you feel other filmmakers look upon you differently? Oh, 100%. People are always going to look at you differently depending on what age you are. And especially since I'm younger, people are always going to look at me in some sort of different light. Whether it be, holy smokes, this kid is doing stuff at 15 years old, making a feature film. This is awesome. And then there's the people that are like, really? This kid thinks he's going to do something? Like a teacher. And, and <laughs> yeah. Teacher. Yeah. And... And then there's the other people that are just like, cool, he's making stuff at 15. And, like, I just want to be a friend to people. I want to be someone that people can come to and ask for help with something. Like, whether it be with your story, with life, or whatever. That's all I want to be. I just want to be someone to turn to for everything. For a 15-year-old, you got your head screwed on pretty tight, so... <laughs> I had pretty, I had a pretty good help with yeah. that. <laughs> Sounds like you have a great support system. Yeah, I do. So Kudos cool. to your parents. Kudos so, parents would you like to continue that. making films in the Midwest, or are you looking to move? Would you? Ever- I mean, I love it here. So, I if the coast calls and there's an opportunity there, I'll totally go if they want me and if I'm getting paid right. enough. But I'm always coming back home because this is where I belong. Yeah, too many, far too many people are always trying to get to that, that you know, reach for the gold ring, which is Hollywood. I don't know. Right. Just seems kind of like a lofty goal to me. I'm cool with where I'm at. Well, nowadays with all the technology, you don't have to be in Hollywood to be a filmmaker or make it make a career out of it anymore so yeah right like back the when guys we were younger right? back in the days when we used to have to walk up walk to school in the snow uphill both ways <laughs> the um, <laughs> you know it was you know you couldn't afford the cameras you couldn't afford this you couldn't afford that and and you almost had to be in la to do anything and right and that's what everybody told you was oh yeah to do that you have to be in la you have to be you have to move out there, and yeah. And I've been to LA several times, and I have no desire to, no desire to live there. The rent is so expensive. I, when I looked up the property cost of living in LA, I was like, "Ha, psych! I'm not going there." <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any plans for after high school? Do you plan going to like a film school or? Uh... I, I would like to go to Full Sail University which is where my dad is currently at for his cinematography degree. But other than that, I have no plans because I'm only 15 and I know everything <laughs> and my mind changes every 10 seconds. <laughs> that still happens when you're, when you turn 50 yeah. too. So I still have ADHD, so don't feel bad. 
I'm 50, <laughs> probably 57 this year, so. <clears throat> I like to tell myself I know what I want. Yeah. So full sale, since your dad's taking that, is he able to do that all online then, or? Yeah, he's uh, he does it online, he's at home, and part of their tuition is sending you all the equipment you need. So like the laptop, the camera, the sound, the lights, the just about anything you need is your tuition. They send it to you. Wow. Really? Yeah. That is cool. What kind of camera is it? Uh, he has the Sony FS5. Mark II. Oh, Mark II. Yeah. What was the Mark I? I don't know. <laughs> that was a trick question. It's <clears throat> probably no Mark I. <laughs> Mike doesn't know. I don't know. Sound. I'm just, <laughs> just saying stuff. <laughs> what kind of camera do you use then? Uh the same okay. camera he does. I don't have my own camera. Do you ever... Oh, Unless we talk about yeah, my what, phone. What do you have for a phone? you have an iPhone? Uh, I have the Google Pixel 3a, and it oh, sucks. It really? <laughs> I would, <laughs> yeah, I would never be able to make a movie oh. on this thing. But, funny thing, back to the Teenage Triple Feature, that was all filmed on a smartphone. Yeah. Really? So yeah. you could. Just wouldn't... The quality may not be quite all there. Right. We used my dad's phone for that, which was, I think, the Note 10 or something like that. I don't know. We had a good camera on a smartphone. Yeah, Yeah, I just have have an iPhone 7, and that's that's fine. You know, it takes pretty good videos and pretty good uh, pictures, but it's definitely not good enough to do film. Kevin's got a pretty nice one. Of course, you, you have a... Black. Yeah, my wife. <clears throat> my wife actually has oh, a better one. <laughs> but you have a black oh, wow. magic, so I mean, it's not. Like, <laughs> it's not like we have to re- oh, rely my cam- on a phone. Yeah, my yeah, I have a black magic camera. I have the iPhone 12, and my wife has the iPhone oh, 13. The one that they advertise as being the cinematic sure. one, like 5K. So it records cool. in 5K. It's all the same thing. <laughs> have you seen um, the movie Unsane by Steven Soderbergh? No. That he actually shot all of that on an iPhone. Oh wow! Of course, he had some some of the special lenses and stuff. Um, But I think all those lenses you could buy off Amazon. So it's they're just like clip-on lenses. But but yeah, I hope he had professional sound equipment though. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I don't don't know about the sound. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I often wonder about that. Guys, you know, people that are recording films on cameras or on. iPhones and stuff like that. Do they just use the iPhone uh, microphone, or do they use like you know a boom and a shotgun and you know some kind of a recorder? Uh, I mean, Zack I Snyder know. made a short film on an iPhone. Like I think it was an iPhone seven or eight. He had like his own small rig. He had lenses. He had, uh, he used like a shotgun mic. I think it was called Snow Steam Iron. It's on YouTube. It looks very good. And it was beautifully shot. Steam, iron. Yeah. Well, then there was the film Tangerine, which was a big hit at Sundance, and that was shot on an iPhone as well. Oh wow! So yeah, it's 
if you have a phone out there, just shoot. <laughs> shoot your film. Yeah. Don't use it as an excuse. You know, I don't have the big red camera. I don't have the big uh, Alexa. Well, if you have an iPhone, go out there and shoot something. Right. You don't need the big cameras. Nope. So, Landon, who are some of your filmmaker influences? Um, Some of my filmmaker influences are... Uh... Oh, we lost Mike, Mike there. Again. Mike is gone. No. <laughs> and we lost Mike there. So we're having some technical difficulties, but we're going to continue on. So Landon, who are uh, some of your filmmaker influences? My filmmaker influences are Kevin Smith because he started it from the bottom. He didn't really have a, Hey, there he is. There he's back. Good hey. God. Hi, guys. Sorry. <laughs> We're just going on without you. I'm glad I'm... Re- that's fine. I'm glad I'm recording this. <laughs> just in case my audio crapped out, so... Yep. We're just talking about Landon's filmmaker influences here. Okay. Yeah. All right. So who are they? So, Kevin Smith, because he started from the bottom, he didn't really have a lot. He just did what he wanted, and now he's one of the biggest names in nerd Hollywood and it's yeah he's one of my inspirations I like him he's, I also like the Jay and Silent Bob movies they're funny yeah they mm-hmm. I like them yeah you have to watch Bob some of the other ones too like um Dogma and, I uh, did watch Dogma recently it was oh, very good yeah you like it yeah it was yeah. different wasn't it yeah <laughs> and I really want to watch Tusk because it looks insane yeah all right, go ahead. All right. Uh, the next one is Maverick Knox, our director for F. He's um, he's very good at what he does. I respect him as a person. He's I respect him as an artist. And his previous work is amazing. Apateonas, Son of Ares, Tamarud. No, I'm kidding. He, he's going he's gonna to hear this, and he's going to kill me for saying <laughs> Tamarud because he hates that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Maverick. <laughs> I, I'm not editing that part out. Nope. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, Maverick, and then... Ah, uh, I lost my list. No, I found it, I found it, I found it. Here we go, here we go. So, Wes Craven, because I love the Scream movies and Nightmare on Elm Street. and Those are very good movies. I love yeah. them so much. I watched Scream 5 recently. It was okay. It was... Eh. It was like a copy. It was... <laughs> it bothered me. And then, Brandon Fiscus, my dad. He's flexing off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> he's off in the background. <laughs> yeah. Because he's helped me so much in my life. He's a good director himself. And he... He helps me when I need help. And I respect him for it and he's one of my biggest inspirations in life and then that and, being and said, he's not paying you to say that either is he no so I'm <laughs> <laughs> he should be <laughs> he's one of my inspirations too nice. you guys would be so awesome just to sit around and hang out <laughs> with <laughs> so cool <laughs> they think we'd be fun to hang out with <laughs> He's nodding aggressively off camera. <laughs> well, we do have the uh, the filmmaker hangouts every 
Uh, it's the first Monday, second Wednesday, and last Thursday of the month. And we have one tomorrow, May 10th, if y'all want to show up. <laughs> but since this, the, but since this is, won't air until May 28th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're still going to be going on after the 28th when this airs, too. So there's okay. there's a group on Facebook if you want to come find it. It's just the Filmmakers Hangout. It's uh, We get together and hang out, uh, get food and whatnot. It's, it's not meant to be networking, but it kind of is. It's just a... Uh, yeah, it's a nice way to meet new people that you haven't worked with before and see if you click. And what are three of your favorite films at this time? Three of my favorite films? Oh, I know this one on the deck. It is <laughs> Accepted with Justin Long, Blake Lively. Uh, what is that other guy's name? Jonah Hill. There we go. <laughs> and then Monster Squad. That is like my favorite movie of all time. I love it so much. It's one of the main inspirations for F. There's even a scene in F where they there's two characters just going off talking about this movie. It's it's one of the more fun scenes in there. I can't wait to <laughs> shoot that one, especially. And then my third favorite movie is The Crow with Brandon Lee. I love that movie. I absolutely yeah. love that movie. It's such a good movie. It's my dad's favorite movie, too. So <laughs> I... He's got all four movies and the series. He likes to flex those a lot. He's even got the mask. So what are your thoughts on them remaking The Crow? Yish. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to say about that. Bill Skarsgård, really, you got a penny. You got Pennywise to play Eric Draven. <laughs> I mean, I have my thoughts, but I, I don't like to hype myself up too much or make myself overly disappointed before I go see it. I like to be the right amount of hype. Like Avatar 2 that's coming out. I watched the trailer for that earlier today. There was like four words spoken in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm excited for it, yeah. I've been waiting 12 years to see it, but... <laughs> eh. I just... I, d I don't see why remake the crow or maybe they're gonna build a sequel off of it I, d I don't know but um there's so many bad movies that had good stories that could be remade and redone correctly right. nowadays it's i i just don't see the point of taking a classic movie and remaking it except that it's gonna bring in money it, you know it, right. it's gonna it's gonna make the the movie company money but um, I mean, that's what Disney's good at, so. I mean, I know it's not being made by Disney, but I'm still going to crap on Disney as much as I can. Because <laughs> I hate them. I love Disney, <laughs> but I hate them. Stop buying everything. I think we lost Mike again. <laughs> Michael. He has it stopped recording him, and he's frozen up. No. So we're having some more technical issues with Mike. There, there he's gone. <laughs> we'll continue on here. So uh, what advice can you offer to other Heartland filmmakers out there? So I got some advice, yeah. 
So whether you're my age and wanting to start out, it's... I would have to say don't wait to start. You're never too early or too late. There's a good community here that will help you. And even if you've been doing this for X amount of days, months, weeks, years, or however long you've been doing it, keep at it. If you're doing good stuff, even if you're making bad stuff, keep doing it because mistakes make you stronger and making good stuff makes good stuff. <laughs> the more you do it, the better you get. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, I go back and look at the first Teenage Triple Feature. I hate all of them. <laughs> Equally. Or, I don't hate them, but like... You see what you I could cringe, do better. Or see right, what yeah. Upon. Yep. I'm the same way. I cringe. Yeah, I feel like if you don't do that, if you don't look at your old work and cringe and realize that you could have learned from it and know that you can learn, then th- I feel like there's no point because you're not learning anything. Yep. How else are you going to make it better? Exactly. You know, I look back at Tea Party, which is mentioned a lot on the show, um, which is kind of our short horror film. And I love the story that we had, but I wish I've learned so much more about lighting that that was the main thing during that is I wish I would have done the lighting differently. And I wish I would have known then what I know now about lighting to light that film. So, but yeah, I I learned from it and we'll move on and use it in one of our next films. Lighting is one of the most important things. Mm -hmm. So how can people sound? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's up? Um, with sound, it's that's like one of the first things that'll throw you from a movie. If you go in and they have bad right. sound, it'll throw you. Or it like changes temperature or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like with the action, it's super high, like you're gonna blow your eardrums. But for the dialogue, it's super low. Yeah. Are, and like, are you referencing Tenet there or <laughs> Nolan's film? I am now. Yeah. <laughs> I am now because yeah. his dialogue is mixed really low, and the explosions are really loud. Right? I'm constantly <laughs> pushing the volume buttons on that movie. <laughs> I had to watch it twice to go back. Well, I watched it once in the theater and then watched it at home. And I had to keep on stop and back up. Okay, what'd they say? I don't understand that. And I had to watch it twice before I really understood the timeline of that movie. And I was still like, what <laughs> even is this movie? I had to watch like six videos before I like understood like fully i was like yep got it this is it now (laughs) so i can't even recommend that movie to people without confusing them yeah it's i like it i'm gonna watch it again and i thought there were things that could have been done better in it to make it more clear and i kind of think nolan i love nolan too but um i think he kind of tried to outthink himself with that film where inception was I thought was the perfect amount of keep you thinking, trying to guess. And, but Tenet, it just seemed, it was kind of overwhelming, at least for me, but. Right. It was a very confusing movie. Yeah. So how can people reach out to you or follow your career? So, uh, I have one Poe productions on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and, and YouTube. And then Lena Fiscus on Instagram. But also, you can just follow and stalk me in real life if you're a freaky like that. 
I think you might want to be careful with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving you my address. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Why are you in my house? <laughs> and I did just get a text from Mike. Mike's internet is down. I think we're having storms right now, so um, he lost oh, his internet, so sense. he will not be rejoining us this evening. Um, that sucks. But we're just kind of wrapping up. And um, again, well, Landon, I appreciate um, you coming on the show. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss before I let you go? Um, I uh, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by the Omaha World Herald, Lauren Wagner. She wrote an amazing article. Awesome. It's, uh, it's on their website. It promotes F and Maverick Knox and F in general. Also, I want to plug the fundraiser one more time for F. Fundraiser.onepopro.com. No www. Fundraiser.onepopro.com. Very cool. Yes. So go out there and support it. You're doing an awesome yeah. job, and Mike mentioned it earlier. Thank you. You got a great outlook on your career on filmmaking and a wonderful support system. So hats off to your uh, parents there and especially your dad back there in the background. I see him sneaking in occasionally and <laughs> keep up the great work. And thank you again. Again, we had technical difficulties the first time when we recorded this. Uh, again, Same. we have Mike's having technical difficulties again tonight, but we, I think we got it done here. So I appreciate you coming back and re-recording this and, yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to see how this turns out, and I can't wait to listen to it and cringe at my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> that concludes this episode of Cinematic Heartland. We'd love to hear from all of you out there. Just visit our website, ilikeikefilms.com, and there you'll find our email address as well as all of our social media links. Again, that's ilikeikefilms.com. And while out there, I urge you to sign up for our mailing list. Keep up to date on all the latest happenings for I Like Ike Films, as well as Cinematic Heartland. Now, whatever you do, wherever you are, keep creating. (laughs) 